on this episode. Now, if 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 they ever saw you like fading, they just get like they'd soak a rag and and diet Pepsi. And yeah, just, jab it, just keep <laughs> keep you sustained. That is so fucked last. up. <laughs> it's just so many ways. <laughs> Don't act like you turn it down. Yeah. Oh hell no! <laughs> Give me the sponge. <laughs> everybody and welcome to another episode of no country for middle-aged men i am your host foxy stout and these are my co-hosts charlie deerpoint and sam mckay i i still contend that sam mckay is the lamest uh porn star name in the history of that game it, it is it really is and while uh, I was like, kept trying to redo it, I was like, no, it's not the freaking first name that's a problem. McKay's it's not McKay. A yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's a private investigator. Sam yeah. McKay. <laughs> sounds like he's an accountant. <laughs> like, yeah, he's not does. part of the action, but he's watching. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like real life. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that was a callback to last, week, last week's episode when uh, Fluffy Evergreen, our comedian Dan Hornstein, that was his porn star name, he was like, hey, what's your you know porn star name based on your pet's first pet's name and the street you grew up on? So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to last week's episode. Have you ever had it with mayonnaise? That's a really, really good episode. A lot of fun. Oh, Dan, yeah. Dan is fantastic. Yeah. I had a listener just before we started to record come in and said, Hey, I'm going to have to send you an email about my regular rotation of Taco Bell menu items. Look, if you don't have a regular rotation, you're not being honest with yourself. Cause like nobody, like, if that was the case, people would be sitting in fast food lines for like 10 minutes. They oh, know what yeah. they want. Yeah. Everyone knows what the rules are. Yep. Get your shit yeah. and get the fuck yeah. out of there. Exactly. Don't go there and be like, I don't know what I want, Susan. Okay, Bill. And then, you know, you're like, everyone behind you in line is like, get out. Come on. Those, are, like legitimate, those are legitimately the names of my, my grandmother and grandfather. <laughs> like, wow. Said, that's... Like, Man, this sounds like a conversation I have with my mom. <laughs> I've been stalking your family, Adam. I have the worst porn name, <laughs> but I did pick up today as a decoration for my theater, uh, a movie reel case that had three movie reels in it. And the guy that sold it to me told me that the movie that was actually on these three reels that he took off, unfortunately, was Deep Throat. It was an actual copy of Deep Throat on film. This, you seriously just described like the premise of the movie Eight Millimeter. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> what? What? Hell How? Yeah. All right, I this podcast is canceled. <laughs> yeah, Joaquin. Oh I mean, goodness. it's an interesting movie. It's just super, super dark. I love dark. super dark. Oh my goodness! I don't even know where we go from here. Yeah. Okay. So reach to reach find us. Yeah. You yeah. can find us on facebook.com slash no country podcast, or you can find us on Instagram at no underscore country underscore podcast. We're also on Twitter at podcast underscore country. You can email us at no country podcast at gmail.com. 
Or you can leave us a voicemail at 346-291-0050. And finally, once again, I want to extend a huge thank you to Marte and Amber over at Helps2. If you need marketing, hit them up at helps2.com. So, now that we've shaken off some of the darkness that Juan tried to drag us into... (laughs) Yeah, next thing you know, he's going to be t- asking if those two people are like uh, single mothers and start attacking yeah. them again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I got it out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to deflect that like it was. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a couple more comments about that, too, but we'll leave that alone. <laughs> really? Oh, God. I actually got some good comments about it. A single mom sent in a message saying, I loved your single mom jokes. They were hilarious. So I was like, okay, there are some single moms out there that have a really dark sense of humor. And thank so, you for that, ladies. <laughs> yeah. So we need you. We need you. Exactly. So listener Robin, shout out to you. You know, thanks for being supportive. And thanks for understanding that we make jokes and you know, we're not here to put anybody down. I mean, shoot, if anybody on this show should be offended, it's the three of us because we say the worst things to each other on a regular basis. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. And we got pretty thick skin. So but today, uh, instead of dark is in 8mm dark, we're going to go back to 1,200 <laughs> years dark to the age of the Vikings. So Vikings were the most peaceful people to ever have existed. They basically lived in a utopia where everyone had everything they needed and they all got along. So that's pretty much the episode for this week. So it's like 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what did they ever do wrong? That's all, like they seem like nice people. They have beards. That's a plus. Yeah. yeah. Long flowing blonde hair. They know who they are. Yeah. They have interesting yeah. gods. They pretty yeah. much look like the guys before me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, give you guys each like a hatchet or a hammer. God dang. <laughs> so I was actually doing some research on this. You know, I just wanted to be able to have some kind of insight that was educated. Yeah. And like uh, there were some people that were like, they actually weren't that crazy violent. I'm like, yes, they were. And like oh, it was yeah. like the it was like the most flimsy of of research. You could tell they were just trying to be contrarian to everybody else. Right. They were just but, trying to I mean, obviously there were some good there's some bad apples or some good apples, but pretty much uh raping and pillaging is pretty frowned upon, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Juan's not going to agree to this? Okay. It depends if you're winning. <laughs> <Just> God, dear God. <laughs> Are you getting prosecuted? No? Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm, uh, just, I'm Juan- just saying, obviously, there was a time for this. It was happened. there really a time for it, though? Well, I mean, was it happened. There, <laughs> it just goes to show you that uh, white people are the scariest people of all. True. <laughs> <laughs> so... What is known as the Viking Age began in the year 793 and lasted until 1066. Now, mind you, Not the a Viking long run. No, the Viking tribes did exist before and after, but their prominence throughout, you know, Europe and the areas that they had influence over was at its peak between 793 and 1066. Cuz before they were just small bands of tribes and then afterwards they kind of integrated into the rest of Europe and they slowly kind of dissipated. But uh Viking life was actually it was actually pretty ordinary most of the time. A Viking man was mostly a farmer by day and the women were the housewives. Uh, Viking families slept together in one large room with their goats. This would either be pure hell for one. Look, hey, I don't like you calling the housewives goats, okay? <laughs> First off, let me object right there. 
But, G-O-A-T, uh, greatest of all time, Adam. Good recovery. Well Thank played. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, li- sleeping in a room with your kids and goats would be hell for Juan, or his kids would need just an incredible amount of therapy. Yeah, especially, they already do. especially with the goats. <laughs> <laughs> we know Juan and Jasmine like their goats. That's right. <laughs> hey, whatever blows your skirt up. <laughs> so uh, Vikings would eat twice a day, mostly meat from goats, cows, reindeer, sheep, horses, elk, pigs, and bears. So basically anything that moved. Well, yeah, back in the day, I don't think you were allowed to be like freaking pescatarian or not. Like, yeah. like oh, I'm only going to eat fish. Like, uh, you're going to eat whatever you can find. Cause, what, yeah. You cook this bear in the same grill as a goat? <laughs> I'm suing. <laughs> Throw back to that Burger King lawsuit we talked about last week. <laughs> this goat's milk's too warm. <laughs> when was the last time you had goats? Actually, not bad. Uh, I have have had it not too long ago. I actually like it, especially when it's like in tacos or stuff. When Mexicans mm-hmm. make it, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's. Good. I had it's it a lot in Africa too. I had it all the time in Africa because it's very common over there. What? What, mm-hmm. what exactly? Goat. 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 Delicious. Like goat meat. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Oh, I like yeah, goat cheese. I don't think I've ever <laughs> ate a goat. I'm not opposed to eating a goat. They're annoying. <laughs> they are annoying, which is why I don't mind eating them. Exactly. <laughs> but don't they eat anything though? Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with that? So does a pig. Yeah, true. And bacon's delicious. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just curious is what meats have we not tried that are also good? Mm, that's a good question. Like anything I, anything that I haven't eaten or that I try at this point. It's always like so gamey or something weird that I just, it's too much. I think I've eaten everything that I would eat where I go, oh, that's delicious. Cause now it's like there's not much left, you know? It's like I've yeah. eaten gator and shark and different, different stuff. I even think I even ate bear once and it was, or it was I've never had like bear. That. Oh, dude, so gamey. It's like, mm. if you can eat this, I felt like a native. <laughs> 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 it was like eating beef jerky, but that's what it tastes like when it's good. But like, I love beef jerky. Wait, whoa, I mean, whoa. If like, when it's good, like the texture. What's wrong with beef like jerky? Like it's like fresh bear meat, and it's like I'm tar- gnawing it, at it to try and get it down. Like it was, it so was it's real, very tough. Yeah, gotcha, it was real gotcha. tough. Okay, I'm not saying I don't know if it's all like that, but yeah. what I had was, and I had gator too, and that was nasty. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, gator tastes like chicken. Uh, not the gator I had. It, maybe it was the texture. Was, I don't think you had gator. It was like oily though. <laughs> It was like an well. Oil. How was it prepared? Though? I had was it fried. like deep fried? Yeah, but well, it was, if it's deep fried, then of course it's going to be oily. Uh, I don't know. It's just something about the texture. I don't know. Maybe it's because I knew what it Where was. Where did they deep fry it in? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Baking hot oil, perhaps? Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, I don't remember even what it, what the seasonings were or anything. It was one of those things. Where it was like we were somewhere and they're like, "Hey, they have this. Try it." Yeah. And then someone just ordered it and I ate it and I was like, oh, so, damn. Speaking of weirdest things to try, I was not there, but my brother went to Alaska and he met some Eskimos and they fed him some fresh caught whale. He said like it was the, the blubber or like, like the blubber. Non- and he said it was mostly blubber with a tiny little sliver of meat on it. He said it was one of the grossest things he ever ate in his life. He said Sounds he had terrible. to completely coat it in mustard to be able to tolerate it. Well, yeah, I mean, because it, it tastes like mayonnaise. 
<laughs> I have to smother my mayonnaise in mustard to be able to eat it. Juan's face was priceless. <laughs> oh, because in my head I was just picturing Dan's response. Yeah, Dan he's not covered here to in mayonnaise. Himself. Dude, he was defending. He was, dude, he was on the mayonnaise defense train. Just he was. <laughs> I'll stand up for the mayonnaise. <laughs> I mean, God bless him. He sticks to his convictions. But oh, geez. he's like, mayonnaise matters. It's like, okay. <laughs> Get it, Dan. Damn. Yeah. I'll cook a steak. Did y'all try that, did y'all try that steak with I mayonnaise did. thing? Yeah. It actually, was it good? You know what's weird? You can't taste the mayonnaise. But what it did do is, like you said, it made it so like the outside was seared. And then Ooh. it seals the juices in. So even when you cook it like thoroughly... Yeah. It's still soft inside. It it hmm. did work. So I was like, wow, okay. Point taken. So it's, it's worth trying is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I'd try it. I didn't put a lot on, though. Just like No, you're not supposed to put a lot. You're supposed to put a very thin layer. Oh, yeah, because that's what I was like. I don't want it to ruin this like $13 steak. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go easy on it. And it was good. It, worked. it did what he said yeah. it was going to do. Yeah, you know how many... Diet Pepsi's you can buy with thirteen dollars. He's not wasting that. <laughs> no, nope. exactly. Not with my Pepsi connection. That's that's a lot of Pepsi. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. So back to the Vikings. Uh, most of their meat was boiled and made into stews. Ugh, boiled meat is gross. Uh, I mean, it's definitely not. It's probably the worst way to do it. But I, I mean, like a good stew. I'll, I'll eat it, but. Most of the time, I know someone who just like would straight boil chicken and then eat it with salad. Ugh. It's terrible. It's, the, it's like there's that health reasons. Yeah, health reasons. And I was like, no, it just it gets all rubbery. It's not good. Well, chicken's almost always rubbery, though. It depends of on all the proteins. It. Yeah, it's pretty rubbery. But uh, Vikings also ate bread made from grains, beans, and tree bark. I've never heard of anybody making bread from tree bark till now. That's what kale is, right? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Vikings also ate a large amount of pickled, dried, and smoked and salted fish, mostly herring. So, Have you ever had it? Uh, yes. I've never had it. I can't imagine it being good. It's nah. It's not that good. Like, like dried and smoked fish is good. Salted fish is good, but it has to be like if you get lox, you know the Swedish ver, you know that Swedish lox or Jewish lox. It's incredibly good, but it mm-hmm. has to be done right. Like dried fish or pickled fish. Ugh. It's. I mean, it can be okay, but you. It's definitely like an acquired taste. I like this podcast. Yes, yes, just like this podcast. <laughs> just well, they like weren't the, like notoriously like, Go known fuck for like, just uh, like make it out because uh, I'm sure with that herring breath and pickle. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! See, I submit that everyone smelled so bad back in the day. Oh, that yeah. everyone was n- like nose blind. Like they couldn't they couldn't yeah. smell anything. It was just like it was just one version of crazy versus another, and they just it wasn't a big part of life. Yeah, that's the only way. Just, you, that's the only way you could survive. Yeah, dude, Juan, remember like going to Africa when we were the only people that didn't smell like bo. Yeah, man, I it was. Oh. It wasn't it's just that. I could get just used, used to. to it. What I couldn't get used to was that there were literal parts of town oh, that yeah. I could not get over the smell. It was so overwhelming. It was an area, not a person, a yeah. place that smells so bad. I couldn't do it. They went, <laughs> you guys went into the ghetto 
Remember, yeah. like their ghetto. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I honestly that. wanted to, but uh, being honest, as strong as my stomach is, I do not know how you went in there. It smelled that bad. I'm I, not gonna lie. I gagged a couple times. I can be around a carcass like closely, <laughs> yeah. and I can stomach it. Whatever the smell was there. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you what? have so much experience around a carcass? <laughs> uh, because of my tolerance level of my stomach, I was the one like my aunts. Like I have a big family; they all lived like within an hour. When weird shit would happen in their house, and like an animal would get in their crawl space and die. They're like, oh, let's just call your nephew. And then, you know, they would call me up and be like, hey, can you come get this dead cat out of this crawl space? And I'd go over there and get it out for them because, you know, they were older and couldn't do it. And not going to have someone pay 100 bucks or 200 bucks to have someone come do it. So right. I'd do it for like 20 bucks or something. But, yeah, I mean, like I could be pretty close proximity to some pretty nasty smells. But there were some smells there that just I don't even know what it was. Uh, I know what it was. The meat there with the flies. <laughs> No, with that with, with, I ate like that. that. I didn't I, care. Oh my god! I did the same thing in Ethiopia. I was like, "Well, everything's got flies on it. Got to eat something." So we were talking about pickled herring, right? Yeah, oh, the, yeah, yeah, pickled herring. That's really so, funny because where I was going to go with that. That's wow. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Speaking of not looking at it again, pickled herring. So uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Vikings also ate vegetables like carrots and cabbage, and also fruit like apples. And they also used many spices actually to make their bland food taste good, like uh, cumin, mustard, coriander. You know. So I didn't know that. I figured like they. I mean, it's they they originated in modern day Scandinavia, so like. Finland, Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. So you would think that it would be pretty basic, boring food, but they actually, from you know records, had pretty decent food if, if you like boiled meat, I guess. But you're really it, against that boiled meat, huh? Yes, I am. Fried meat, deep fried meat. That's how you cook meat. Heck, even what? broil it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like that's definitely better, but <laughs> well, it definitely think- tastes better. Yeah. I mean, if that's your only option, though, are you going to complain? No. As long as I have a steady uh, stream of food, I'm not complaining back in the day. Yeah, true. Vikings also drank a lot of mead, you know, the alcoholic drink made with water, yeast, and honey. Have you had that shit at, like, Renaissance Festival? Never had it, no. It's trash, man. It sounds terrible. It's terrible. It's really, really bad. I had some, like, last year, and uh, I was like... that's like probably my third or fourth time having it. I uh-huh. like I only go to the Renaissance Festival enough to where I forget how terrible it is <laughs> from the last time. Yeah. So whenever I go back to there, I'm like, oh fuck, this is why I never go. Yeah. And, I went to. Uh, the I go to make fun of people that take it so serious. Except <laughs> I don't go anymore now because I look like the people that take it serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he dresses up just like them, so that way he can make fun of them. Yeah. Not, he's not into it at all. <laughs> well, no. What happened was one time I dressed up, but I didn't. I didn't really know the culture, uh-huh. so I wore this. I thought was like a medieval, like a Viking, not like a. I don't know. I thought it was. A, it was a cool look. It turns out, whatever was on my back, like the thing that it, it meant, like I was like a super Christian. Yeah, uh, being a super Christian at the Renaissance Festival was not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> I got shit on so bad. I, I'm like, why does everyone hate me so much? And I was like, someone finally told me because I had this like Christian symbol or something on my back. And I was like, oh. Yeah, the giant cross that Juan didn't notice. 
That was just their way of letting you down easy. <laughs> like, no, people hated you because you were fucking acting like a fool the whole time. Like, oh, no, 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 it was this cross on your back. <laughs> Maybe that is it. Gosh, I got I to go to therapy now. Now, I went to one Renaissance festival when I was like 15, I think, and I've never been back to one. That's how impressed I was with it. I just don't like how the fat girls with the big boobs, like that's their <laughs> festival. So they tie those things up, mash them together, and like shove them down our throat. You I know of all people to complain about that is yeah. way out of left field. It was just, it's too much. I don't want to drown. I'm not trying. I mean, <laughs> angry <laughs> women, please send your letters angry. to Juan Smith. Juan Smith, uh, area code 586. <laughs> Listen, they're the kind of women that are so endowed, they don't need to do that. And then they do that. And it's kind of like taking like a, a and then something to inflate them and like, and then like putting that on display. And it's weird. Cause it's all my like cousins and stuff. Cause they're all like big women. <laughs> it's just because it's all his cousins. There yeah, we well, go. yeah. And they're all really tall and like Here, Viking women. They're all look like Viking women. Thinking that we had some advancement in society since the Renaissance. Right. And Juan's over here, uh, body shaming these poor girls when they're just trying to have a good time. Terrible. Uh, no, I'm not body shaming them. They're Is anyone buying me like with this take? <laughs> Does anyone want me to take in something and inflate my testicles and then like let them just the hang out of my is. shorts and walk That's around? That's what a cod piece is. That was huge in the Renaissance. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! See, okay, yeah, all right, fine. Okay, about I, all, all right, fine. I, pieces. Then I guess I get the culture. All these women's exposed breasts. That is just too much. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a I would never have expected you to come with, with this take. Hey, <laughs> I'm Yeah, I thought you liked him big. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. I have a short he, I have a short span of time that I can hold my breath. So no. <laughs> oh, come on, Juan. What? <laughs> Keeping it real. Sorry. <laughs> Look at me. You're trying to make it out like I'm the horrible person here. <laughs> okay, so Vikings were big into grooming and keeping clean. I'm not going to say anything else on that. <laughs> uh, they so were remember, the remember when I had to go like pick up something from the laundry real quick? Yeah. Let's keep this whole section in the <laughs> Yeah, we can just wrap that right on up in there. Oh, my goodness. They were the first to invent. Speaking of you wrapping know, it all up in there. You know I'm leaving it in. The Renaissance <laughs> yes, of course you are. Yeah. Every time I'm like, oh, God, that was awful. Mark, can you please take that out? Just for the listeners, this is the part where he always goes, no way, man. Yeah. <laughs> Probably going to put that at the beginning or the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the intro and the outro. Yeah. Exactly. So, um the Vikings were in first to invent and use combs, and they took great pride in their hair. So I guess Adam and I wouldn't fit into their society very well. Well, they yeah, probably had awesome bullshit. beards, though. Yeah, I mean, we definitely have awesome beards, but, you know, as far as having long, flowing, red or blonde hair, Adam and I just would have had to, you know, find something else to do. You know, I would be curious to see, I mean, obviously it's impossible, but, like, the percentage of bald people back then versus now... That's yeah, actually like the, a really good in. Because you never really see any, like very rarely do you see pictures of like famous people who are bald. Like Caesar was like a, that was his big controversy. He was like balding. That's why he had like that Caesar cut. Yeah, yeah. But, so obviously it's not super popular. Well, Mark has no. a photo of him uh, behind him in his background, 
and it's like Vikings, right? And I, I was yeah. looking, and yeah, you're right. They all have just like, I don't know, Look, almost 80s uh, hair. <laughs> I'm just saying that bald is more evolved. That's all I'm saying. And it the, is. Clo- the sooner the society accepts this, I mean, the, yeah. the better. I'm not going to lie. Nobody, and nobody's I'm not, buying this. I'm not Ladies, kissing you, your ass, but <laughs> you guys look good bald. I, I, if you had hair, I think it would look weird to me. Like, it wouldn't. At know. the risk of sounding arrogant, I know that I look good bald. <laughs> so I just know I do. I have a very, like, very proportionate, smooth skull. I don't have dents or craters or ridges in it. I just have a very nice, and so does Adam. Like, Adam and I got lucky. Yeah, and I you have guys don't have that wrinkle, yeah, that wrinkle so thing going on that a lot bald, of guys yeah. have when they're bald. When they no, got we're lucky. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? hot take. Looks like, three, <laughs> looks like three fingers on their forehead. Like, <laughs> you yeah. guys don't got yeah. that. Heaven no. forbid I have a fucked up hairline. Yeah, I would hate that. <laughs> Dude, I can't be bald. This probably my head probably has rolls. Like this. Well, I can that. see two right now. See? <laughs> but it looks good on you. <laughs> <laughs> so Vikings were not pacifists by any means. And according to custom, everyone was required to be armed with swords or other weapons constantly. That was part of Viking culture and life. You always had to have a weapon on you. Uh, the upper crust of Viking society had nicer swords and weapons, uh, which also served as status symbols. So, like, if you were a wealthier Viking or a warrior of more renown, they would have more than just, like, a nice sword. They would have, like, a nice sword, a nice spear, nice knife, nice battle axe. They, and then the poorer guys just usually typically had, like, an axe or a really cheap sword. So, like, people with AR-15s are, like, the modern-day Vikings. Basically, except for, you know, they'd have like a nice leather Louis Vuitton sheath for their sword. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you Vikings are doing over there at Kmart, but <laughs> yeah. So uh, during Kmart even open anymore? <laughs> I think there's a couple left in America, probably like four locations. I don't know of any here that are left. I think it pretty much went under, didn't it? I don't know. I'd have to look that like up. Like the Vikings, it's long and gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so, want to be accurate about this. <laughs> yeah. So during battle, however, Vikings also used uh, battle axes and spears. And they actually, like the Spartans, really used the spears prominently in battle because it gave you a long reach, kept you out of harm's way, and it was easy to use with you know having a shield because they were really big into their small uh, light wood shields, which are actually pretty tough for being wood shields. They were between 32 and 36 inches. So they were pretty reliant on that. Uh, Vikings also were very big into slavery. Really? Yeah. They would take. Neither did I until I did this research. They would take slaves from all over Europe, you know, all the way down to Spain, you know, Russia, uh, the modern day Turkey. You know, they had a fairly extensive slave trade and network. And there's also even archaeological evidence that they had a few slave plantations. Hmm. And I did not realize that till I got really into this research. Vikings, and then also- he got really into that research. Yeah, <laughs> not as <laughs> Vikings also practiced human sacrifice, particularly during their funerals. What? So now, well, yeah, we're going to get that- into that. Okay, yeah, I got to hear this. Haven't you oh, watched yeah. the show Vikings? I was going to tell par- you, I don't watch any of that stuff. I'm oh, partway the Vi- through the, the show shows. Vikings. Legit. 
I'm going to finish it. Uh, it's a great show. Yeah. I got to finish it, though. Uh, when a famous Viking warrior or member of nobility died, their bodies would be put on boats along with things that they believed they would need in the afterlife, kind of like the Egyptians did, uh, often with their living slaves. Then the body, belongings, slaves, and boat were either burned or buried. This wasn't reserved f- to only men. Women of renown were also laid to rest this way, too. What was their religion then? Was it like their own type? It was of- the Norse religion. They okay. had a, like Norse gods like Odin and Thor. Thor. And- That's yeah, I knew that, but I was just wondering, was it an organized religion? Like that they It had- was not organized. It was they all had like the same overall idea, but it wasn't like an organized religion. They all believed in the same gods, but there was no organization like that brought the whole religion together. So they were very tribal, like different tribes or kings or chieftains. And so they were not very organized. It was just a lot of different smaller like kings or chieftains, but they were mostly just by like what we would consider tribal because it was, you know, a village here, a village there, a couple villages here, stuff like that. It wasn't like giant cities or anything. It's probably why they never blew up. Yeah. They didn't get very well connected with each other. Uh, when a Viking died, one third of his wealth paid for his funeral clothes. One third went to his family and the final third paid for the alcoholic beverages for the funeral. Fair. So dude, that's a man. That's a man spread out nicely yeah. done situation. Dude, if you're living back in the day, you better have a brewery. You're, you're name <laughs> killing anyone. Anytime, anytime anyone dies, you can just oh have a mother gosh. load. Yeah, because I'm sure they would look for any excuse to drink anyway. Oh, they definitely don't. don't We all (laughs) (laughs) they definitely were big into having parties in their big like common longhouses. That was something I looked into in the research. They like to party and get down. So name me one society throughout history that didn't. I'll tell you, that's a shitty society. Uh, Yeah, can't think of one. That's pretty much been universal. Mm hmm. And then, like, the Puritans that were, like, not about that life, are they still around? <laughs> right. The Amish. <laughs> I do love a girl in a bonnet, though. Oh, my god! Something about that Yeah, bonnet. as long as it's not a freaking corset, Juan he's down. Smith, 989 at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, getting back to the Viking funerals and, you know, how they dealt with death. There is one written account by a Muslim man named Ahmed in Ibn Fadum of a Viking chieftain who traveled to the east where he died. Uh, the dead chieftain was put into a temporary grave while they waited to have his burial clothes made. One of his female thralls uh, or slaves, they called their slaves thralls, one of his female thralls volunteered to go to the afterlife with him. She was guarded by men every night and would be given alcohol and could be heard singing loudly while drunk each night. After the chieftain's clothes were completed, they pulled his longship up onto the shore, dressed him in his burial clothes, and surrounded him with his many possessions, food, animals, even stringed instruments and his weapons. While this was happening, the slave woman was being passed around from tent to tent, having sex with every man inside. Each man would say to her, tell your master I did this because of my love to him. She was then taken to the longship where she gave away all of her possessions and then given more alcohol and then said her goodbyes to everyone. She was then taken into her master's tent on the ship by six men who all had sex with her. Then a rope was tied around her neck and she was stabbed in the ribs with a knife. 
Finally, the family of the chieftain came up and set the ship on fire. All right, so I'm definitely owning a funeral home for back in the Viking times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they seem to be the ones having all the fun. Yeah. Depends on where you are in the order. I, I don't understand. <laughs> man, that just blows my mind. This is be- the pickiest one I've ever seen. <laughs> This is not what the hell happened. I don't know. The we guy gets for- one mayonnaise steak, and all of a sudden, <laughs> he's got a whole new set of standards. <laughs> I just can't believe that someone would volunteer for that. that. That's what I'm just like. That's what? how shitty life was back then. Like, <laughs> anything to get me out of here. Like, oh, will you get fucked by like six dudes? Yes, let's just just end my life. Not now. more than that was, six. No, that, that was, was like the days. last six. That was just the last just day. The last six? That yeah, was the like last the end, six. The Bukaki scene. Because it that. was like days before of just like being passed around from tent to tent. They must have like. Do you think that they they had to have seen it as like this big honor? It's like your way of like skipping to the front of the line of of heaven or whatever their version of heaven. Valhalla. Is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Valhalla. I probably had something to do with it, but still, I'm gonna say Why the guys pretty much it? set up this entire religion. <laughs> Exactly. And thought process. That is well, uh, still, yeah, that's uh, dirty, man. Because like, how is that honoring the chief? Like, uh, yeah, tell him that we fucked you whenever you see him in heaven. If anything, that would piss him off. Exactly. That wouldn't piss me. Like, off. Oh, fifty of your friends just you know blew your, their loads in me, and here I am. Not how I would have phrased it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you took the romance right out of that whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> There's no romance in exactly. that. What are you talking about? I said it like it is. <laughs> I don't remember that verse of Beowulf. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's new to me. So for <laughs> those women out there who haven't think that we haven't came a long way, we have. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. We got so, rid of the combs. Yeah. We started treating people with dignity. Exactly. For the most part. For the most part. We're working on it. So Vikings also believed that if the dead weren't buried or burned properly, that they would return as Draugr, basically a slightly more intelligent zombie. So if you've ever played the video game Skyrim, you know exactly what I'm talking about, because Draugr are all over that game. No idea. Yeah, they were just like their version of a zombie. And they really like strongly believed in that. Like if someone, if like the people overseeing the funeral, they were like, "Oh, his body's buried incorrectly. We have to move it." They were for some reason they thought it had to be buried or burned a certain way. But Vikings, uh, yes, like I said before, lived in their homes with the livestock all in one room. The more wealthy the family was, they would have larger home with larger rooms to separate the family and the livestock. The main room of these large homes was called the longhouse. So if you've ever seen like a Viking TV show or a movie, and you see like a big party or a big feast, that's in the longhouse. Uh, Viking women uh, at times were also chiefs and warriors, uh, but the majority weren't. It was considered extremely bad if a Viking woman had an affair, and often her husband could legally kill her and the other man. What? However, yep. Double standard motherfuckers. Exactly. However, it was common for a Viking man to have concubines or children with other women other than his wife without any consequences. Super double standard. Well, but, look, you know how hard pillaging is? <laughs> I mean, come on, let's give these guys a little bit of a break. <laughs> have you seen that, net, that show on Netflix called Norsemen? 
Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. I couldn't really get into it. Yeah. But yeah, I did watch a couple episodes. It's it's, it's a good satire on Vikings. It, I haven't been able to make it past like the first few episodes, but there was a pretty good joke in there with the one Vikings like, oh, I've had it so hard raping and pillaging. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? It's re- really dry humor, but it's pretty yeah. clever. Well, too. no wonder some of the, like women the old could people like, were jumping off that, the, you know, that cliff. <laughs> the cliff. Yeah. Well, you were saying the women could end up being like these warriors. These che- Yeah, right. no wonder. You can take a hundred dicks you're tough as shit <laughs> i'm just saying like that's a lot of anger to deal with i'd be cutting cutting up motherfuckers too like you want to fight let's go that's an interesting point. jazz would have ran one of them shit. <laughs> that'll give you a lot of hatred for sure yeah she would have been a chieftain would. my girl she would mm. you better but, hold uh, on to your dick she'll cut that shit right off but it yeah. <laughs> That's but that's it, the kind of pickled herring that nobody wants. <laughs> hey, they they just found a girl in Michigan this last week with thirteen penises in her stomach. What? What? Whoa! How is this not? How did I? What not, Infos Wars what? website did you see this on? Nah, Jazz told me. I totally believe it. <laughs> I just reliable had, source. I, oh, on. absolutely. Yeah, she's rock solid. Was nah. it your sister-in-law? Nah, I, no, I, oh, I said, uh, where did you get this information? That's not possible. I mean, it's technically possible. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, how hard would it be? <laughs> not Depending on hard. the size of the dicks. <laughs> they wouldn't yeah, but be you very hard. Get away with 13 murders in time before anything dissolves in your stomach? Whoa, 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 whoa. What makes you think she murdered them? Uh, you're going to bleed out probably in the process. <laughs> Unless she got yeah. those on like oh, on the dark web. They're selling uh, freaking penises all the, all the time. And oh they know they were. God, I don't know anything about this. Oh my <laughs> You're God. the one who brought it up like it was fact. No, but I don't know that you can just go somewhere and just order dicks on the web. <laughs> oh, you want a dick? I can get you a dick tomorrow. Oh no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you a care package, Juan. I don't, I don't. That was a bad big. I'm glad I can reference. barely run a computer. I don't need to go to the dark web. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's dark enough uh, around here as it is. I don't need that access. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Viking women's it was it wasn't all bad for Viking women. They could also they could legally own an inherent property, so they had a little bit more freedom than some other women of the time, or I should say, a lot of them other women at the time. Uh, they could also legally and easily divorce their husbands if they wanted to, although it wasn't very common for it to happen. All they needed to do was to gather a group of people in public and declare that they were divorced. And if you did that, you were divorced. Not bad. Seems so, progressive. Yeah. So, but I found it interesting that not very many people did that. I was like, it must have been like a heavy cultural, like, no, no to do that. Maybe only in like not to mention, and you open the floodgates uh, of dicks coming your way. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, it's not surprising to me because think about it, and like that hunter gathering, or even like just like raping and pillaging. Like, right. if you didn't have somebody who was like part of your your house or your family, you didn't have anyone. Yeah. You're fucked. Like unless yeah. you can go out and hunt all your own food and gather your own food, like it's impossible to 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 live on like as an island in that scenario. Yeah, and make it really tough. Uh, Vikings also invented skis from pine wood. Uh, they made uh, ice skates from horse bones and then sleds to get around on the ice because you know they lived up there in the worst part of the world, in my opinion. So yeah, why cold. not just move? Exactly. Uh, like the whole time I was doing this research, I was like, how would you not just go south? <laughs> like, well, every time they tried to, 
Like they'd go to like England or wherever. They'd be like, hey, just give us some land. That's all we yeah. want. And when I stop fucking up, fucking you guys up, I'm like, nah, they never let it happen. <laughs> they just always take it back. Yeah. But that's all that's all they ever really wanted. But they, man, they picked some shitty destinations. Oh, yeah. We'll it just seems weird to me. Like, I can't see the, because I'm like picturing, like, you go to Colorado in one of those fancy resorts, and like, I'm coming down a slope, and all of a sudden a Viking's there, like, just <laughs> swishing away like an expert. And then he slides off into the ice rink while the disco ball's spinning, and he's got his skates, and he's, he's fucking beautiful on the ice. Like, <laughs> man, they invented that's That's great. <laughs> oh, dude, ski, skiing is amazing. I love skiing. <laughs> Yeah. So Vikings also played board games such as chess and their own board game called Nefetifil. Uh, it was like a similar variant of chess. They were really big into that because they thought that if you learn military strategy through chess, you would be better on the battlefield. They were, you know, for being kind of ruthless. A lot of the other nations around called, thought they were barbarians, but they were actually really smart when it came to military strategy. They didn't just blindly go attack people without a plan. And most Vikings could also read and write, and their alphabet consisted of runes. So they had their own alphabet for their language. That's pretty surprising. Yeah, and their uh, runic alphabet and language has not changed all that much over the centuries. A lot, uh, like so much, so, like if we were to read something written in Middle English from the time, we couldn't read it because it's, you know, so, you know, the English language has evolved so much. But there are, you know, if you find Viking writings from their language, people in Iceland can read and write them, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that seems practical. So... Could other, times, people, could other people at the time like read and write it too? Because or was that like their own way of having like secret communication between? No, other. Vikings? It was very common for like their region. They had oh, okay. this alphabet and you know shared language. They were just very tribal. Um, like most cultures of the time, Vikings had a rite of passage to become a man. After a boy had completed weapons training, he had to pass a series of challenges and tests. First, he would have to win in a battle with a sword. Second, he would have to survive in the wild for two weeks with nothing but a knife. And then finally, to prove he was a fearless warrior, he would have to track a bear back to its lair, wait outside, and take his pants off and rub honey all over his genitals and wait for the bear to come and lick his genitals clean. And then he had to kill the bear. Is that real, or is this a, this is a, uh, a Mark uh, fabrication we're dealing with here? This is a Mark fabrication. Uh, oh God. I, was, I was like, <laughs> they was worth it like to see disaster. the look on Juan's face. <laughs> the look I was of concern. Say, I, 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 I was just like, how can I kill the bear if he licks my balls? I feel like that's pretty <laughs> fucked up. You know, he's kind of doing you a favor, and you're gonna fucking turn on him. Like, that's, that's not cool. I, I haven't seen one Juan that Smith where bestiality is considered a favor. Well, I'm just saying, seems a little unfair to the bear. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. A you thought that Viking women had it bad? <laughs> the yeah. bears really hated life. <laughs> I get honey and then I die. <laughs> so uh, the Vikings, their longships were a technological marvel for their age. It was a simple yet effective design that allowed them to make ships to navigate rivers or oceans. They could build a ship that suited their needs in just four to six weeks. That's pretty good for just using hand tools. 
Yeah, uh, they, absolutely. They That's were, if you believe the Anunnaki weren't the ones building it, but we'll just move we'll move right past. Well, that. according to my research, it was the Gorgons. So I think you need to check your sources. Fair enough. So uh, these boats were often light enough to pull up onto the shore or to the land whenever they needed to navigate, you know, certain troublesome waters. Uh, some of the longships had a draft of only a few inches, making them perfect for navigating rivers, and they ranged in length from 57 to 118 feet long. And when they needed to cross the seas, they built larger seafaring longships. Nearly all of the other ships that were being built and used during that time around the world were large ocean-going vessels that could not navigate rivers. So the Vikings used these longships to navigate the many crisscrossing rivers of Europe. They even sailed up the Seine River to Paris, where the king of France bought them off with six tons of gold and silver so they wouldn't attack the city. There were also writings of large Viking armies traveling on hundreds of ships to attack the English cities of London and Canterbury. I mean, what else they have to do? Exactly. So they ran For the black what? market back then too, right? Huh? Like they would have, they would have ran the black market then if they could have done that shit. Oh, yeah. They would have had all the goods and been able to get places no one else could get. They were like, you know, I know a guy. He's a Viking. <laughs> He's a little rough around the edges, but I'll hook you up. Like that was probably how it went down. Yeah. Yeah. They were. They were pretty fearsome with those boats. Then that, yeah, the, if you looked at, like, looking into the research, they were in the perfect spot to do that because all the other major continents around the world don't have the same river system that Europe does. Europe has a lot of rivers snaking all around through it. Like, America has rivers, but not all of them you know, you know, there's not as many crisscrossing, you know, there's like the Mississippi or the Colorado. It's not like Europe where it gave them tons of access to populated areas where cities and towns, because cities and towns are always built on rivers. So they knew this and they were like, Hey, we can go to Russia. We can go to France. We can go to England. We can go down to Turkey. I mean, they went all over the place on these boats. And I don't think they're making it to Turkey. They still have Greek fire at this point, right? They're not, they're not fucking with them. There's I'd be like the best way to stop them. There's records of them making it all the way to the Byzantine empire, which is modern day Turkey. And what they ha- what happened there? They actually, by this point, they were doing mostly trading. They weren't doing as much pillaging and raping then. Yeah, that's kind of how I thought they would be. Like I said, like they'd be like the the tradespeople, right? Yeah, actually, the initially Vikings started off just like pillaging and raiding, and then they finally figured, hey, you know what? We can you know make more money by becoming tradesmen, and so then they would you know figure out what goods were in demand somewhere, go get it and bring it back and sell it for a high price. What was in what was in demand? Um, d- you know, depends. Wood, gold, silver, goods, spices, slaves, cloth. probably too. Slaves, yeah, they were big into the slave trade too. So, Vikings didn't have a central government or unified religion that they all followed. While they all worshipped the same gods, the Vikings were led by many kings or chieftains. This led to lots of infighting between the groups, and violence was a very common way of settling disputes. Initially, the Vikings fought for honor of their particular tribe, 
but eventually they learned they could gain more wealth by pillaging other cities and towns, like I just said. Uh, monasteries in England were some of their favorite targets because they were undefended and the monks didn't fight back and they often had lots of valuables such as gold, silver, food, and clothes. But then the Vikings learned that they had a very fearsome reputation, so they gained more money and loot through extortion. They would just show up somewhere and be like, hey, where are the Vikings? You know us. And people would just like pay them whenever they wanted to get them to leave them alone. So they were like the original mob. Basically. And then that, so then after that was when they discovered that, hey, we can really make more money just through trade. And so they built this pretty extensive trade network that covered a lot of Europe. So being a, you know the accomplished seamen that they were, they also sent... Uh, settlers over to Iceland, Greenland, and modern-day Canada, and they were the first Europeans to discover North America. Why did they not go anywhere that wasn't frigid? Exactly. <laughs> and actually, they were the ones to... Um, they called you know Greenland Greenland because Greenland was just icy. They wanted to keep Iceland for themselves because it was better than Greenland. So then other people went to Greenland, and they were like, ah, this is shit. And so then they just went back to Europe. (laughs) Savvy move. But the modern-day people in Greenland and Iceland are descended from the Vikings, which I don't know why anyone would live there. And actually, the records show that like the people that back then, when they settled on Iceland and Greenland, they barely survived because it's really hard to grow anything there because of the climate and the, the short days and stuff, especially like in the winter. But they would just like live off of fish and whales and just like sharks and whatever. So they were like, always on the hustle. Like, yeah, hey, man, yeah, like, they were this they, meat, but I got a yeah. thing I got to do. You yeah. know? Like yeah, the way they just... rough. The way they described it was like on the colonies in Iceland and Greenland, they were literally fighting every day just to survive, just struggling to survive. I wouldn't, I can't imagine why you would do that. Exactly. I don't either. Like they I had ships that could go other places. Yeah. I don't understand why they just didn't. Pe- they, why did they, they do it part time though? Cause you said like normally like they're farmers. Was it like they farmed when they could? And then in the off season, they're like time to put on the Viking pants. Yeah, you can't I, you can't farm though on frozen ground. So I mean, right. like, what are you, you going to do? Yeah, so that's where the pillaging came in. From when makes me wonder how serious they were about this farming. The the interesting thing about the Viking farmers was that they they didn't have horses until they started taking horses from like other European cultures like England and France. And initially, they didn't ride them a whole lot. They started using them to plow the fields because they discovered they could plow their fields even quicker than they could with oxen. So when the climate was right, they would use the horses to plow and plant crops extremely fast, and then that left them more time to do other things. Like what? Uh, Rape and chess. (laughs) And chess, (laughs) yeah. But they really, you know, they they used some horses in battle, but it wasn't really, their ships weren't really built for taking tons of horses on, so it was just mostly just for livestock or food. So at the time, was it kind of like how it was with the pirates where the rest of society saw them as kind of like, you know, this like low level society that they just tolerated? Yeah, they were the actually it is suspected that the word Viking is some sort of old word for pirate because they were considered pirates because makes sense. Yeah, it's a very similar lifestyle. 
Yeah, it, it really was. Except for whereas pirates were just guys who went on ships, you know, these were like whole family units or tribes that were from towns or villages. So it was it's similar, not exactly the same as pirates, but it's very similar. Yeah, they drink mead instead of rum. Very big difference. Yeah, very, very big difference. So um, Vikings learned how to fight at a very young age, along with learning how to hunt. I mean, you had to. Uh, they would also go on raids at a young age so that the children could get experience. That's insane. Uh, also, young boys were required to finish fighting, sc- fighting school. So they had a whole school to learn how to fight. And then they also had their own martial art called Glima. They were not undisciplined people. So they were very much into knowing how to fight and kill. So despite largely being known as... Wait a ra- second. Hold on a second. You know what just came to mind? What? Why are they taking, like, getting all these, like, paid off and for, like, extorting people? Mm-hmm. Who are they spending this, this money with? I guess gold was, like, a universal currency, I guess. Yeah, gold and silver have always been pretty much a universal. Form but what of dicks are going behind all of polite society's backs? And it's like, yeah, we'll we'll take your gold to yeah. give you like supplies and shit. Because who are they trading with? Well, the thing is, like, think about it. At that time, the French hated the English. You know, they, all those kingdoms didn't like each other. So if you're like, oh hey, I got this French gold, then the English are like, oh, I want that to throw in the French people's face. You know, it's like all those kingdoms were at odds with each other anyway. So it was probably pretty easy to find a market for it. You just find the enemy of the person that you stole from, because that like they care. Nothing's changed, basically. So uh, yeah, despite. Largely being known as raiders, the Vikings were known for having their own unique military strategies. Uh, one of the wealthiest and most famous Vikings was Kirk Cousins. Uh, what? While, yeah. While being known for his skill in battle, he was also known for coming up extremely short in the biggest battles oh, when okay. he was most needed. Uh, the rest of the Vikings called this, quote, choking in prime time. Despite, <laughs> despite his shortcomings, he was one of the wealthiest Vikings thanks to his, thanks to his ability to convince his king, or as they call it in the modern day t- club, you know, club owner. Uh, to pay him insane amounts of money while everyone else around him knew that he eventually would come up short when he was needed most. Nice. I was was like, wait, Kurt Cousins, come on. (laughs) That's actually, I have a buddy from Minnesota who's a big Vikings fan. Yeah. Yeah, He's not a fan. He was like calling for Case Keenum to play at one point. I'm like, dude, you know that your your whole city doesn't believe in your starter when they're calling for Case Keenum to play. Exactly. Yeah. And people like me were just out to lunch. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> who the hell? I, I was like, I, this I, is I, a sports I, thing, isn't it? I'll guess. <laughs> I knew Adam would get that. <laughs> so, actually. That's why I was like, wait, there was somebody named Kirk Cousins back then? Like, the <laughs> so, uh, really, the Vikings were actually really good with military strategies. They often used the element of surprise to their advantage in battle. You know, they would hide along roads to surprise, you know, enemy columns of soldiers or convoys, you know, whatever they wanted. And then when they came upon a group of enemy soldiers that was equal to their own, they changed tactics and would form a shield wall. And then as they advanced, they would modify the shield wall into a wedge formation with the berserkers at the front of the line. And then behind the front lines were the archers and then the older and more experienced soldiers stood 
behind the archers. And then at the back, there was the leaders and their bodyguards. And the bodyguards were called the herd. And who, you know, they would just perform this protective barrier around the chieftain or king. And then the battle would start when one of the Vikings would throw a spear over the enemy lines, this signaled to begin the attack. So then they would launch all the spears and arrows as they could, which, you know, launch them on the enemy. And then they would pause to see if the enemy would retreat or not. If the enemy didn't fall back, then they would send the berserkers in. So. What's a berserker? We're going to get into that. Berserkers were one of the most badass groups of fighters to ever have existed. They definitely could have given the Spartans a run for their money. Berserkers fought without weapons or armor. They wore only loincloths and only carried a small shield to fight with. What made the Berserkers so unique besides having their balls flap around in the breeze was that they would whip themselves up into a trance, which they called Berserk Gang. This trance would put the men into a frenzy where they lost all ability to reason and lost many aspects of their humanity. They seemed to not notice or slow down when wounded or burned. They simply kept on fighting friend or foe and slaughtered everything in their path. Typically, a battle was won by whichever side had the strongest group of berserkers. How do you sign you up sure for that group? Just legend? <laughs> huh? Are we sure that's not just legend? Like the the Persians had the immortals. Mm-hmm. Like every every group seemed to have like their like their badass warrior that seemed like to defy all logic. This seems like a, a little, uh, a little bit of that as well. With this, the research, according to the research, shows like how can you whip yourself into a state where you you, you don't react to that? Well, th- what is without belie- drugs? What is believed to have done was they just drank insane amounts of alcohol, mm-hmm. and then also there's a plant there that could give them like a little bit of a hallucinogenic state. And so they, it's not proven, there's no actual proof of this, but many and most scholars believe that they would either use lots of alcohol or this plant to get themselves whipped up into this trance state so they could just go crazy. Well, yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Right. Now, there's no proof, like hard, hard factual proof, but there's enough writings that there's enough historians and writings that believe that berserkers existed in some form. They did whip themselves up into a killing frenzy. So I tend to believe that berserkers existed to the extent of what berserk gang is. There's a certain amount of uncertainty, but I, I tend to err on the side of that berserkers and berserk gang was a real thing. Although I'm sure that they embellish some of the stories. Are you saying berserking or berserk gang? Berserk gang. Nice. Is what it would, the trance was called. So, also, the Vikings had shield maidens, which was the women, and they sometimes would fight alongside of the men. According to the writings of the time, Leif Erikson's pregnant half-sister once fought off attackers with a sword after having pulled her breasts out. Well, I mean... Whatever works. Yeah. And then in another writing, Ligurta saved her ex-husband Ragnar Loftbrook by taking 120 ships and sailed to rescue him by launching a surprise attack on the enemy from behind. And yeah, that's like one of the characters that Vikings is like right. based on. Yeah, that's two of the main characters. So that brings me to the question. Who do you guys think would win? Spartans or Berserkers? Mm, I'm taking Spartans. I would only say Spartans. Probably more organized. Not, yeah, exactly. They're not in a just drugged out 
alcohol frenzy. I mean, that's going to have a certain short-term impact, but over a, a long battle, that's going to start to wear off. Weren't they also really into combing their hair? Spartans? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? They meet up in the on? field. And <laughs> 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 also Italian mob, big into that. Yeah, I, I tend to think Spartans would win that fight because they were, uh, berserkers were just like wild and crazy. Spartans were organized. They had the phalanx. They also had the long spears. And berserkers basically only had shields. Would they take out some Spartans? Yeah, probably. But Spartans... Probably one of the best military fighting units ever devised in history. Right. Yeah. So it was just something interesting to think about. So uh, we definitely cannot talk about the Vikings without talking about the Blood Eagle. Oh, yeah. So you know about the Blood Eagle one? Not a word. Cool. So the Blood Eagle. <laughs> cool. Yeah. The Blood Eagle was a form of torture and execution for the Vikings. Possibly one of the worst ever devised. Uh, right up there with the brazen bull or the Romans' execution of choice, crucifixion. So, do either of you guys know about the brazen bull? Yeah. Do you want to put them in the bowl and you boil them, basically? So, what? the brazen bull was a torture device invented in Greece by an inventor for a tyrannical ruler. The inventor had a full-size bowl made of bronze that he could stuff a person into, and then a fire would be lit underneath, roasting the victim alive. Inside the bowl was a special system of pipes that would change the sound of the victim's screams to make it sound like a bull bellowing. Also inside of the nose of the bull was incense to mask the smell of burning flesh. When the brazen bull was finished, the ruler told the inventor to get inside to see if a person would fit inside. And once inside, the ruler lit the fire and killed the inventor. Yeah, real piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I've heard it too. Yeah, he felt like that bear. It's <laughs> <laughs> not fair. Yeah. So that was the... F- Ugh. Like, that sounds awful. And so then the word excruciating actually comes from Latin and crucifixion. Fitting because crucifixion definitely would be one of the most excruciating ways to die. Crucifixion, contrary to what most people believe, actually originated in Persia and was designed to be a very slow and painful way of killing somebody while also being done publicly to act as a deterrent for others. So it's like marriage. (laughs) 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 nice you like that Uh, one ladies (laughs) wow (laughs) the person being crucified would not always be put on a cross sometimes they would be put on trees or planks Uh, there were three different common types of crosses a vertical plank a cross shaped like a T and then the commonly known cross that pretty much everybody has seen a picture of Uh, the victim would be nailed or tied to the cross through the hands and feet this was done in such a way so that the weight of the person's body would slowly <coughs> suffocate them while slowly pulling their arms out of the sockets. Mm. Sometimes the person performing the execution would break their legs to speed up the process. Many people died several hours, but some lasted for days. There are actually a few records of people surviving crucifixions after being taken down for about, uh, uh, after a period of about 20 hours or so. Not many accounts of this, but crucifixion has been used in the centuries since. It was used in medieval Japan and was also used by the Japanese to kill an Australian POW during World War II. 
Damn. And in Game of Thrones. Don't forget about that. Right. And it has mostly, most recently been used in Saudi Arabia to deter criminals, but in a slightly different form. <coughs> slightly different? Yeah. How they, so? They would hang up, they would string a guy up, cut off his head, let the head hang there, and then sew the head back onto the body and let it hang there. Technically more humane? <laughs> Technically. Only by a hair? <laughs> by a fraction. It's more gruesome, but more humane, I guess. Yeah. By a threat. I'd rather go out that way. Yeah, definitely, than just staying up there for potentially days. Mm-hmm. Oh, not my so. fat ass. I'd suffocate pretty quick. I'm not holding this up long. <laughs> Three, four like, minutes. If they, if they ever saw you like fading, they just get like they'd soak a rag and and diet Pepsi. And yeah, just, jab it, just keep <laughs> keep you sustained. That is so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so many ways. <laughs> Don't act like you turn it down. Yeah. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> Give me the sponge. so finally uh for the third installment in horrible ways to die here uh there's the blood eagle so for a blood eagle the prisoner would be stripped naked and laid face down on the ground a viking would then use an extremely sharp knife sword or axe to cut through the flesh and ribs on the victim's back the ribs were then pulled out to the sides to look like wings. And then finally, the Viking would pull the lungs out of the victim's back and stretch them over the winged ribs to make it look like they had wings. So how many days could they survive with that? Not very long. (laughs) (laughs) Who comes up with this stuff? Super twisted people. White people. It's not wrong. I'm not just wrong. saying, man. Jeez, uh, man, that's messed. I, wow. Yeah. So, which is worse, brazen bull, crucifixion, or the blood eagle? Crucifixion, I think, is probably the, the the one I would least want. I think I would pass out of pain from both of the other two, or yeah. smoke inhalation from the bull. Yeah. Uh, but the other one, like you're like, you could last a long time days because you're not going to die from the sheer pain. No, you're not going to die from the, the 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 heat, right? Well, the thing about crucifixion is, is if they if they use nails rather than tying you up, often that would just uh, sever your nerves and you would feel less. You would still feel your arms being pulled out of sockets, but you would mostly just be slowly suffocating. Right. So that was like the horror. Or if like the worst was if you were being crucified and then they broke your legs, so you would try and lift yourself up by your legs so you could breathe, but then you have the pain of your broken legs too. Mm-hmm. So that was, that's probably, yeah, brazen bull and blood eagle, awful, but relatively quick, at least compared to crucifixion. And these right. are things that the Vikings used? Yeah. As like, ra- oh my goodness. No wonder yeah. people just threw money at them. <laughs> and actually there was a, an ex- a few examples written down of the Vikings using the blood eagle against like a king or a leader that had betrayed an, uh, like his brother. So they, you know, this guy had his brother killed with the blood eagle. Yeah, it's it, it was used for like it's not somewhat, a good time. No, it was used against people who were like con- they considered committed like a severe betrayal. So pretty, pretty rough. So, yeah, the Vikings, you know, like I said before, originated 
in modern-day Sweden, Finland, Norway, and Denmark, but they expanded their territory through warfare and colonized parts of England, Ireland, northern France, and Russia. So they actually did build colonies in those places. So what is it you think that people find so like glorious about this like Viking lifestyle where they like have all these shows and like cuz there seems like a lot more negative like who you know what I mean where's the they fantasy were super of violent and yeah. humanity unique? is humanity has always been attracted to something extremely violent and different. Like at least on an entertainment level like it's just interesting. Yeah, you never seen a show about the ancient Greeks, like uh, or the the Athenians, the Athenians anyway. right? Like, exactly. Like nobody cares about philosophy and learning about all that stuff now. Right. Like, give me the war. Give me the, like. Give me the interesting shit. So kind of like yeah. people's obsession with like serial killers and stuff. It's like in that same. It's just dark, that dark fascination. Yeah. yeah kind of like eight millimeter. Okay, I got you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What was that movie about again? <laughs> Thanks for the callback, Juan. Now I need to wash my ears out again and my brain because I've seen that movie before. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, they were also, Vikings were also explorers, or at least some of them were. They sent settlers to Iceland and Greenland, and then eventually Leif Erikson discovered and settled Newfoundland in modern-day Canada. Uh, the colony in Newfoundland. Why does that name sound so familiar? It's one of the islands off of Northeast Canada. Ah. Oh, is that where Oak Island is? I don't know. I don't know. It I might just, be. I, 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 I recognize that name for sure. It's a yeah. I've never been there. From what I hear, it's really really beautiful up there. At least during the summer, dude. It's more north than Maine. Winters in Maine are awful. I can't imagine mm. having a winter north of Maine. Uh. So, yeah, the colony in Newfoundland lasted 10 years before they abandoned it due to weather, and the they couldn't get along with the locals that were already there before them. So, modern-day inhabitants... Canadians are notoriously combative. Exactly. They're <laughs> some of the hardest people to get along with on the planet. That's no. Straight-up facts. <laughs> so. Almost as bad as people from Michigan, but... Um. <laughs> It's neither here nor there. Yeah, well, they're so, they're so close. You can we just blend. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, can get to Canada in like thirty minutes from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get some Molson and some uh, some poutine, some Tim Hortons. And Ever you, been? You better know Tim about Hortons? some hockey. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have poutine. You know, Tim Hortons. I used when I lived in Michigan, I'll go to Tim Hortons almost every day before work. Yeah, I got one like a mile and a half from my house. <laughs> They have pretty good bagels. I'm not gonna lie. Your coffee didn't make didn't make your top five. I see. No, it's not that good, but it was good. I like bagels, so it's also you at know, least well, I, not serving. That's that. not surprising based on your Israel take that you're constantly <laughs> pounding into our heads. True, true, true. I haven't brought it up. You brought it up that time. <laughs> you did talk about bagels and locks earlier. I mean, but I didn't bring up Israel. Pretty synonymous. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and I didn't say anything about their female soldiers until now. Who would win? Uh, the <laughs> berserkers or uh, Israeli guard? Yeah. Well, I know who I would let win. The <laughs> different, whole different kind of blood eagle. <laughs> Get the honey and bring in the. <laughs> I'm probably gonna die now. 
<laughs> so, as the Viking Age progressed and the kings and chieftains began to adopt Christianity as a... Oh, wow. I read that wrong. Yes. As the Viking Age progressed, the kings and chieftains began to adopt Christianity as a means to gain control over larger populations. Unlike the Israeli who <laughs> stuck to their guns. Yeah. The Viking population, however, was extremely resistant to adopting a new religion, and this didn't go very easily for the kings until, according to writings, a test was done to see which religion was the true one. A group of monks challenged the Vikings that if they, if the Vikings built a fire to represent their gods, then the monks would build their own fire to represent the Christian god. Then a berserker would whip himself up into berserk gang and try and walk through both fires. If he couldn't walk through one of the fires, that fire proved that the god of that fire was the one true god. And according to the story, the berserker walked through the Norse god's fire easily, but when he came to the Christian fire, he couldn't make it through proving that their God was the true God. Yeah. That sounds like some, uh, propaganda to me. It really does, but it was in the research and I thought it was an interesting story to tell. Plus if you're somehow lucky enough to make it through walking through one fire, why would you be just as likely to walk through the second? Exactly. You're already fucked up beyond belief. Yeah. You're just covered in third degree burns and <laughs> drooling and whatever else. Oh, yeah, no. So uh, it is the common belief among scholars and historians that when the Vikings adopted Christianity, the Viking Age ended as they integrated more into the surrounding kingdoms at the time. So that's how the Vikings came and went. And there's still some Viking descendants out there, but, you know. They actually, the Viking uh, martial art is still practiced. They got passed down through the generations. But, you know, and now it's more like done in Renaissance fair settings or just for fun. You can earn a turkey leg. <laughs> turkey leg. Yeah. So that was the story on Vikings. Seemed like some pleasant folks. Yeah, definitely the people you would want to have as your neighbors, I'm sure. Would you, like, would, would you, if you're going to have to choose between like Roman times, Greek times, Viking times, what are you going with? Greek all the way. Yeah, same. Like you, unless you're a helot, Greek all the way. <laughs> I tried to. I was gonna make a helot joke earlier with the bears. We were talking about that. Yeah, but I couldn't think of the fucking name. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the helots. Like as a Greek, as Spartan or Athenian or any other city states, unless you were a slave, you had a pretty good life for you know considering the times. But sheesh, you know being. In the Vi Vikings, just living up north in the cold? No, that sounds terrible. And Roman times, I mean, unless you were a Roman citizen, you had a pretty rough life. Yeah, exactly, for sure. Yeah, pretty, pretty. Uh, but you were life. living under the Tuscan sun, which can't be that bad. Tuscan? <laughs> unless you were in North Africa. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that... Uh... I know nothing about that. <laughs> Unless you're down there with Mark Anthony and Cleopatra. Oh, okay. Yeah, During like the Ptolemy Civil War and all that. Oh, those Ptolemies. They really yeah. liked fucking each other. Yeah, they were really big into that inbreeding. Really. <laughs> Juan. Juan looks so lost. 
Well, I was just thinking, well, of course, you got one room with the goats and the kids and the fucking, <laughs> like, something, you, dude, and the, the, just crazy fucking everything, so it's like you could just accidentally fuck your cousin. I don't know. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> you ever hear someone say some stupid shit like, I don't know, man, I just, I woke up and she was on my dick. Bullshit. Oh, yeah, I've heard ridiculous stories like that before. I didn't know she was 15. What? M- whoa, mostly whoa. From, mostly from Juan. <laughs> nah, it's some other white people that I know. <laughs> deflect, deflect, deflect. I love the fact that I always bust on white people, but I, I grew up as white as shit. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you weren't you in gymnastics? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, that is the whitest activity there is, other yeah, than swimming. Yeah, and I was really cheesy too. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Hi, yeah, I'm Juan Herky. Smith from Romeo, Michigan. It's clapping down. <laughs> I'm now going to make some transitions to a music beat and some lights. They're going to throw me in the air and I'm going to do a flip and you're going to be amazed. <laughs> wow, he's still his, his routine memorized. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> and the worst part is I just totally fucked up my whole body from that sport. That is the worst sport for the human body, I think, in existence. Yeah, because it wasn't the Diet Pepsi that hurt you. No, no yeah. It was the rigorous <laughs> exercise. <laughs> Not the Diet Pepsi and Jack in the Box. <laughs> it wasn't the flips. It's, it's carrying around this weight now that's fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was so. Light. I never understood gymnastics. Why? I don't understand why anyone's into that. Uh, I just did it because I went to private school and it was like the only thing they had as a sport. They didn't do like they were not competitive, so they would not compete against other schools. So they they just did it as a performance thing. So you could just it was the only way to get out of. A, in our school, it was the only way to get out. Like, if you could get on the team and you were good, you got to travel. <laughs> he sounds like he's like, oh, it's mixed up in gangs. And the only way out was gymnastics. <laughs> Go you got one, that shit somewhere else. I had one shot, one opportunity. Yeah. Somehow I think there's not going to be a dangerous mind about your, your private school. It was learning to walk on my hands or suffer the mean streets of the hallways. Yeah, it was, it was on the way to, to Ann Arbor. Yeah. yeah, that was really rough. It was either that or I was going to have to be in like band or something. But dude, in private school, it was like our bands weren't like a public school. Band. It was like an orchestra. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Like so child was, prodigies uh, and shit. I, so it I was wasn't going to work. Uh, I don't know what the hierarchy is. Like, what is nerdier, a band person or a gymnast Ooh. as a man? Pretty close. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like those are right in line. I don't know, though. Got a lot of ass with that, though. Not going <laughs> to well, lie. So did the band kids. Not Just compared not to me. You, want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have it on good authority that I mean, you know most gymnasts grow up to be like big Renaissance fans. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not one of those. <laughs> So Did you yeah. get like a Letterman jacket and gymnast? Is, is it gymnast? No, no, no. I didn't do that Gymnastics. at school. I, I was more nerd. Like I competed outside of school. Yeah. So I club. Went, I so went you were different. a club guy. No, I literally was a national champion, believe it or not. I took Very second cool. in nationals. And uh, at the time, I thought it was important. 
Yeah, against three other schools in the country. So I mean, no, there was uh, many more. <laughs> but I it was the only school only schools that believed in polygamy. Like that was like their little circle. <laughs> no, this was outside of school. This didn't, it, it was wasn't related schools to schools. in Utah. It was a very private school. <laughs> No, I, I had to compete against actual athletes. <laughs> yeah, it was in Ruby Ridge, Idaho. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so messed up. <laughs> That's how exclusive and private it was. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, uh, too. When you're in those worlds, you really think you matter. You know, like, it's just oh, like yeah. everything else. Like, when you're in high school, you think you're important. And oh, then yeah. you just realize... It's like, I remember later on after being in boarding school, feeling like, oh, I went to private school, right? And like, I'm filling out job applications. Nobody gives a fuck what the school <laughs> is because they never even heard of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. Like, what was like your go-to like dismount? Um, actually. I'm I, kidding. None of us care. I, uh, <laughs> I wasn't a tumbler per se. I was more of like a glorified male cheerleader. <laughs> Because I was little, so I got thrown around a lot. And that got you in the championship? <laughs> Sounds like a real competitive sport. It, it was. Is it a sport? Um, you know what's really funny about that whole story? <laughs> Side note was that it was supposed to go in the Olympics, and there was a chance we were going to be able to qualify for the Olympics. They were going to include our style of acrobatics in the Olympics. And then, of course, at the last minute, they're like, nah, it doesn't have much appeal. <laughs> so we're gonna sidebar cool that naked wrestling, but not this shit. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> or the biathlon. Yeah, we're cool with that, but no, not this kind of. But gymnastics. I mean, other gymnasts thought I was cool. Like Bart Connor, I met him. He was a famous gymnast in the eighties. Who is Bart Connor? Let me know when you're done dropping names. <laughs> yeah, that nobody well, will know. Well, I'm just saying for the older folks. Uh, Wait, you got onto us for talking about Kurt Cousins? Yeah, and you're talking Bart Connor. <laughs> And I know a guy who banged Mary Lou Renton back in the 80s. So for those old folks. <laughs> name me another name I don't recognize. <laughs> Dude, there was a time when that Wheaties box, that was a sweet, that was a sweet, sweet tea. See, I know tea. who Mary Lou Renton is. Yeah, I know the name. But anyway, know. so yeah, it never came up to anything and uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody cares. Oh my goodness. I don't even watch like videos or anything. It's embarrassing. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like watching your first like musical performance. You don't ever want to see that. Oh, I'm sure Adam no. wouldn't want to see his first stand-up five minutes. No, definitely yeah. not. Nobody it's wants to see their first tries at stuff like that or like their early no. formative things. No, nobody wants to see that. The it's worst was my wife saw a clip, dude. She never lets me leave it living down. <laughs> <laughs> she does like one reenactments just to be shitty. It's like, shut up, man. <laughs> You were like, stupid. Do you still too. try to like fit in your old high school? Oh hell uh, no! <laughs> and it was too. It was like a girl's bathing suit. <laughs> and get this: one year our colors, because the girls picked them, bright white silk with fuchsia pink tops. <laughs> so. Yeah, it wasn't a good look. It was Wait, the eighties. Did, did the men and women compete together? Uh, that, well, there was all different categories. I competed in the uh, men's quads, which is four, four, four guys. Four guys in one routine. Yep. This and needs a whole another podcast. Yeah. No, it Take really it doesn't. <laughs> no, we can just never mention this again, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh no, we're Adam and I are saving this into our permanent short term no. memory, <laughs> so that this can come up again and again and again. <laughs> This is definitely the thing, a thing Adam and I will remember. <laughs> but hey, if you had fun, good for you, bud. I got, I to, I got to travel a lot. 
So that was kind of nice. That's yeah. when I first got my taste for traveling. So wait, you traveled from where? From Ruby Ridge to Waco? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that Waco show was rough, though. <laughs> Dude, I heard it was lit. <laughs> oh, that's so. Oh, Adam! Oh, no, he did not. <laughs> so, if anybody lasted to that last 10 minutes of gymnastics talk, it was worth the payoff. Yeah. First, for that was a long with setup, the lamb. Now we're yeah. dying with the lamb. That's just messed up. That's. <laughs> Weren't we talking about Vikings today? <laughs> I would have. Uh, you, you just made two homeschool guys feel real cool. So yeah. <laughs> Good looking out. Uh, <laughs> yep. So now everybody that had angry emails for Juan, you don't really need to send them because yeah. You know. I mean, give the guy a break. Yeah. Um, we just gave him the <laughs> put him through the ringer for a solid ten minutes. Had to wear a pink woman's bathing suit at eighteen. It was, that was enough, people. No, you didn't have to. You got to. No. I'm, 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 I'm flipping it around. I support your uh, your activity, your sport. Uh, yeah, actually, Juan, do you have any? Your life. Do you have any pictures of that? Because I need that for the podcast, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. Oh really, yeah, I've yeah. Got, I have, yeah, I have a lot of embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I have none. I'm going to talk to your wife. Shit. So, you said it was like a like a woman's bathing suit. Was there no pants or shorts? No, that went over it. But that's the way your shirt never came untucked because you're flipping and you're getting thrown and you know, yeah. God forbid anyone see my abs back then. (laughs) If it was now, those I forgot what those are. I so did I. (laughs) (laughs) I used to have. I remember. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> Can we move on to something else, please? No, I'm having no, way too much fun learning yeah. about this. You guys are, I'm literally broke out in a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're on the right track. <laughs> hey, like I said. Now you guys are the horrible friends. Fuck you. Huh? <laughs> Look, if I had an activity that I enjoyed and got me laid and kept me in great shape, I'd have no shame about it. Wait, you're, well, here's the reason your it was fast some... food Taco Bell knowledge doesn't get you laid, Adam? <laughs> yeah. No, believe it or not. Or my video game playing that has not been been a, 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 a source of even any kind of public interaction, much less uh, getting laid. The worst part of it all is that when I went to my reunion, uh, it was a couple of years, it was like my 20-year class reunion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the last time these people saw me, I was literally a gymnast, right? They yeah. now some people like they age, they put on a couple pounds. I literally the people didn't know who I was. <laughs> like, like this is everyone's reaction. What happened? Wait, you're telling me you were in gymnastics and you weren't prom king? If there had been proms at my school, I would have been prom king. What kind of school is this? One where I was the most popular and amazing kid there. <laughs> This is Ruby Ridge. This yeah, is, this is totally. This guy Ruby grew up Ridge. in a cult. It was uh, it was a total of like three hundred kids, and uh, most of them were uh, wealthy and not a lot of personality. So it was it was kind of easy. <laughs> wow, you see that? You're a charming, fellow. <laughs> I, I can't stop sweating. <laughs> see, it's like getting in thing- my eyes. 
We've been doing this almost a year. One thing I learned early on, if I can make Juan nervous, he'll start to sweat. And then oh. I just sit there and revel in the glory of his nervousness. You, I'm literally falling apart. Like, this is... <laughs> yeah, yes. God, end it already. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Please send in some comments oh, or no. quips about Juan's a, a gymnastic story and how it's inspired you or share your own so yeah thank you everybody for listening you know don't have you know blood eagle happen to you or don't do it to anybody else yeah i feel like the biggest loser but not like wait (laughs) (laughs) just like that ending of life they're like wow there's way worse things to have done in your life If you I, mean, I can't think of any. Yeah. But I'm sure. It, but it was the it. 80s, man. Well, Everything wait. we wore was spandex. I can think of one worse thing to do in your life than other than gymnastics. Stay in Michigan. That's a good point. Yeah, oh, dude, that point. is such a valid. <laughs> and I'm doing it all. I'm living it up over here. <laughs> we have two Long seasons. Fucking cold and holy shit, it's hot in here. That's it. <laughs> Yep, that is it. All righty, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Remember, this is about Vikings. I'm in a podcast. What? I'm in the podcast. You doing a podcast? Yeah, right now. Sorry. No, what do you need? Okay. Bye. So now, is he in a podcast or on a podcast? He's definitely in it. Have you ever noticed that people from New York, they'll say I'm online instead of in line? Yeah. Shit drives me crazy. So, you're in a podcast, huh, Juan? Yeah. I'm surprised your wife lets you in anything else other than. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, that was my mother. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. <laughs> Do they sell giant butt plugs? Oh, yeah. What do you define as giant? <laughs> Bigger than an anus should take. <laughs>